Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn O'Lorian. Welcome to Who Can It Be Now? I have a very special, I say that every episode, right? But it's because I love podcasting. I have a very special episode for you today about belief systems. I want to talk to you about certain belief systems that may be wreaking havoc in your life. You may not even be aware of them. So we're going to talk about certain belief systems that you may have underneath your unco- your consciousness into your, in your subconscious, might be in your subconscious, and it's just creating, uh, it's running the show. It, you are just allowing it to run the show and it's not helping you. And I'm going to tell you how I got there. I'm going to also share some personal stories about how I broke belief systems because some of these belief systems are belief systems that have been with us for like very long time. There can be society belief systems, things you've learned in school. There are many different reasons why these belief systems show up. It could be what you learned from your parents, what you learned from your siblings, what you learned from your friends, uh, priests, nuns, whatever is your thing, rabbi. And it could be something that you even um, learned from past experience, but it is not the belief system that you need to be carrying with you in order to create the life that you really want to live and the life that you're like dying. Well, that's not the right word because we don't want to be dying to live it. The life that's living in your heart and soul that you're just like ready to burst out with. Now, one of my belief systems that I don't struggle with is perfectionism, as you can very much tell in this podcast. I do not struggle with perfectionism at all thankfully, but we will go over that in a few minutes. For those of you who are enjoying what you're getting on this podcast, I'd love for you to rate, review, subscribe. The way to rate and review on Apple is you go to the show, not the episode, go to the show and go all the way down and you'll see the stars and you can give me five stars. I'd love that. And you can also write a little review, which would be super nice. The other thing you're going to find um, down below in the show notes, I have a new free offer a free class for you. I just don't know the URL right now as I'm recording this. So you're going to have to go into the show notes and you will find that new free class that'll be there. Okay. So let's talk about belief systems and how this came about for me and why I really think it's very important that I talk to you. There's so many things I want to talk to you about, but I'm trying to keep it very focused, very focused. Cause I'm like, I'm doing these strategy sessions with people And um, I was just thinking about this amazing woman I just met and did a strategy session with. And she has such an incredible story about what happened to her with a spiritual teacher that was not kosher. And I think it's okay if I say that because I would never reveal anybody's story without their permission. Although it is something I've been talking about because I actually came upon it beforehand. Actually, this is a belief system that wants to come out. Um, I was on somebody's post, a spiritual teacher that I actually don't like. And because I've met him and I don't like him. I think he has a lot of ego. He actually refers to his uh, his students' audience as fans. And I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. I have a hard time even saying students. But anyway, I noticed somebody wrote on his Facebook page that they were afraid to listen to him because they didn't want to give their power away any longer. And I don't think it was with this particular teacher because I don't think he's that type. But um, she must have had that experience. And then that came around again. One of the belief systems you definitely want to build is that you are the master of your destiny. When I used to do readings, one of the things I would say in the beginning of the reading is take what you like, leave the rest. You're the master of your destiny, not me. You're the master of your life, not me. And right away, I gave the power over because I don't want that power. It's not my power to have. It's your power to have. So what would the belief system be there that Um, they're closer to spirit. So they know better than me. They are living a life that I want to be living. So they must know better than me. Now there's some truth in that. We have mentors, but really good spiritual teachers 
will never disempower you. They will only want to give you power. They will want to raise you in your power. They will want to embrace you in your, you know, like really teach you how to love yourself and empower yourself. So that's a little sidebar right there. But anyway, and if you're interested in strategy calls, I'm only doing four a month now. And um, I'm recording this July 10th and July's already booked. So there are calendar dates in August. So by the time you get this, August may be booked, but that's okay. Anyway, so you can go to oh, marilynaloria.com forward slash call, marilynaloria.com forward slash call. I don't know how long I'll be doing those, but you can still go there and see what's happening. Okay, let's talk about belief systems. Why is this presenting itself to me? I did a class a really long time ago called Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. And I based it on the major arcana cards in the tarot deck because every major arcana card is a architect. And um, one of the cards that is presenting itself right now to me is the moon card. And when you see the moon card, the crayfish is coming out of the water and he's walking between the coyote and the dog and he's taking a path and he's heading um, towards these pillars, towards a journey. And whenever you get that card, or if I got that card for someone, it's that they're coming out of their unconsciousness into their consciousness. They're bringing their unconsciousness up into their consciousness. They're becoming uber aware of things and they're not allowing their unconscious thoughts and belief systems to run the ship anymore. They're actually taking the path. They're deciding to learn what they need to learn. They're going to do what they want to do. And they're looking at their beliefs. They're examining their belief systems. So it's a really great card for that. If, if that comes up for you, it's about you really um, learning, bringing the unconscious into your conscious state. That's why dream work is so important. The moon card has got a representation of dream work. Because when you do dream work, you get into the unconsciousness and the stories that are running the ship. And there's so much that I can say on that topic that I'm not going to say, but I do have a dream class on my website, marilynalori.com forward slash class. And if you use the podcast, if you use the coupon podcast, you get 50% off and you can learn about dream work there. Symbols class would be great with that too. This is, I'm not here to um, share all this stuff, but apparently it's just coming through. Anyway, so belief systems. Um, I knew I wanted to do, and I'm probably going to keep doing uh, episodes about this because I want to break belief systems that are really halting your um, your acceleration. And one of the things that I did last year um, in 2022, which was a challenging year for me, as you know, and you could go back and listen to the podcast that was in the beginning of 2023 about um, the year I had was really separating myself from toxicity and toxic situations and toxic people. And some of the people I liked, it's just that their belief systems were not in alignment with where I was going, or I could see how their belief systems and limitation, their scarcity, their fear, their lack was not healthy for me. I was already struggling with some anxiety that was coming up in me because my whole business was shifting and changing to a very scary place because I was no longer selling the products that I was sold for so long and did so well with because I couldn't sell it. I wasn't aligned with them anymore. And um, I still didn't really figure out like the whole new way of being at that point. Right. And then the team fell apart and all these stories I tell you about. And during moments like that, when you have moments in your business, an entrepreneurial journey is an up and down journey. You must know that you have to have the techniques and tools to deal with it. And during a moment like that, a lot of fear is going to come to the surface. A lot of these belief systems, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I made bad choices. 444, four, four, it's 444 four right now. I'll remember to do a reading on that at the end. Um, and you have to be really careful about that. I'm uber conscious of my waking thoughts and of the thoughts that are trying to run the ship. I have become, ex I'm extremely conscious of them. Anybody can do this. 
so that I don't allow the triggers to make the decisions for me. They're not allowed to. So when a trigger comes up, if somebody says something and a trigger comes up, I will examine it and be like, is that the truth or not? Even if I'm like wobbly in it, I don't allow the unconscious fear, anxiety, scarcity to make the decisions for me. Now, that's not all the time, right? You, If you guys listen to, I can't remember the name of the episode, but about um, the handyman and my dog and the lift, you know, that was fear. So it happens still, it'll still happen. But the thing is you, you bounce back quicker, you learn quicker and you move forward quicker. So belief systems are something that I'm always playing with. I've been playing with for years. I did a whole class around it. I, I had them go through the major arcana and rewrite a belief system with each major arcana, like the fool cards about taking risks and, uh, the magician card, I can't remember what I wrote, the belief system for that, but that's about manifesting magic, trans your own magic, owning your magic, right? The high priestess is about your inner wisdom. Um, the star card is about embracing the star inside of you, whatever belief system that works against that. So I had a belief for every single card, and then we broke that belief through the day. So in other words, I gave you an activity and they would take it with them through the day. So I've been aware of this for some time and it's something that I've always worked on in myself because I came from a very limited belief system, right? Now I was raised in a religious belief system, Catholicism, but my mother was loose about it. So, but I did go to very strict Catholic schools for the first eight years of my life. I went to Catholic school for 12 years, but the high school wasn't as strict as my grammar school was. So there was those belief systems, right? There's all these belief systems. And I bucked the system from like day one. It was just who I was. When they told me about confession, the first time I went to confession and told a priest my sins, I walked out of there like, you know, I was in fourth grade and I was like, fuck this. I ain't doing this. He's human. I don't like him. You know, and my mother luckily was a very open-minded woman. And she was like, don't worry about it. You don't have to do confession. You know, she, she allowed me to have my beliefs when it came to that stuff. So... Like I said, they're really important. And recently I had a conversation and it was a triggering conversation to some degree for me because I noticed in my dreams last night, I had a dream that was disturbing and I went, whoa, what was that about? And I knew right away that it was connected to a conversation that I had. Um, and I was like, okay, it's not really about the person. It's about what is it triggering inside of me? So you have belief systems that you have to rewrite that are stopping you from moving forward. And the belief system that showed up yesterday, and I'm so tired of this one, I got to tell you, is people will always use an excuse as to why their business is not succeeding, it's not getting off the ground, or they're not meeting the love of their life, whatever the story is. So whether it's the economy, the elections, COVID, um, the spouse, whatever it is, there's always going to be something that wants to present itself to stop you from your genius. Always. So I don't want to hear this bull that it's the economy or it was COVID or it's um, the elections or we have to be careful of the elections. There's always going to be something and you have to choose to rise above it. So when that whole conversation started coming down the pike last year about the economy, and I don't watch the news, and I stopped watching the news in high school because I'm not going to let that form my belief systems, that's for damn sure. And whether that is speaks to you or not, I'm not telling you not to watch the news because some people really like reading it and getting informed by it. There's no right or wrongs. It's what works for you. But if there's a lot of fear in that and you're picking up the fear and then you're living a fearful life, you better shift that because life is not meant to be fearful. So 
when this person was so when last year, the same person was like starting to do, you know, work around it. And I'm going to do a class about what you do. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, why even go there? Why go there? Rise, rise above it. Keep going into a different consciousness. And so what I chose to do is listen to people who definitely will mention it, but they talk about how they pivoted during a difficult time. They talk about how, um, you know, during the last crisis, how they decided to take the opportunity and make even more money from it. One of the things I noticed early on last year was Grant Cardone, whether you like him or not, he's a salesperson. I actually like what I see from him and what I listen of his and his books. And um, he was talking early on about how the real estate, how it's going to affect real estate. And he's like, now's the time to buy. And I don't remember the whole video and I don't remember about it, but I got to say that if you look at real estate, I don't know where you are, but real estate in my market is still doing well. And I was talking to another person who's a CFO. And to me, I always, I don't worry about interest rates because you could always refinance and all that kind of stuff. And I was talking to a CFO, a very smart CFO, that's a chief financial officer. And I didn't say anything to him about it. I was, I was getting a new car. So I was talking to him about cars and he said, you know, I never worry about buying a house during uh, when the interest rates are up because I know I could always refinance. So there's always opportunity and it's up to what you believe to shift that belief system. So I'm going to go through a couple of belief systems that I feel are really stopping you up. And I'm going to help you to rewrite that belief system because it's not helping you. And for those of you who don't want to shift, that's fine. I'm talking to the people who are shifting. Like I just spoke to one of my coaching clients who is doing amazing, absolutely amazing out there. And I said to her, what is your, your fear? What's the belief that's holding you back? Are you afraid of, and I forgot the one that I told her, I think it was, um, I don't think it was failure. It was something in that nature. And I said, you, you're not right. Cause I never see that in you. And she was like, no, actually I am because I'm putting myself out into like a lot of experts and I'm afraid they'll try to debunk what I'm doing, even though I'm an expert in the field. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you. Cause no matter what level you're at, you're going to have an experience of a belief system that's going to get bucked up against, and you're going to have fear in it. You're going to have fear about it. So you want to create techniques and tools of consciousness so that you're able to rewrite the belief system in the moment, or at least acknowledge it, acknowledge that it's working against you, and then spend some time working on it. Okay. So we're going to go through some major belief systems and I'm going to I'm going to help you debunk them right now because they're holding you back. And one thing I'm getting tired of seeing, and I've said this before, is there is so much talent out there, incredible talent, these really like magical, mystical, creative people that have this unique quality that they are not getting out into the world. And they're not getting it out into the world because they're allowing these belief systems to just rock, knock them up. You know, I like making sound effects. Apparently that's the new thing for me. Um, it's really messing them up and you have to stop it. Okay. So I, let me go back to the conversation yesterday. So I was like, uh, having a great weekend, you know, really amazing sitting out on my back deck after tennis, playing tennis. And I went to the mall and tried out purple mattresses. Oh my goodness. Have you ever laid on one of those? My camera's blurry, but it's okay. You don't know that on the podcast, but on YouTube, they'll see it. Um, Wow. So I've just been having a great day because I've been shifting 
um, the box that I, I have been in a tiny bit, you know, and I'm like, uh-uh, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to do different things. And I'm always doing stuff and I'm always putting myself out there, but now I'm like doing it even more that you want to shift some belief systems, do something you've never done before. Just do it. I don't care if it's just going to a different coffee shop, your system is going to react to that. And you're going to shift your life. So anyway, I had this great day and I came back and I'm sitting on my back deck. I love my back deck and I'm eating a delicious lunch and the cat's next to me and the dogs are outside and I'm like looking at the computer and I'm refusing to work and I'm getting into a conversation with someone and I'm not going to reveal too much just in case this person ever listens to this, which they won't. And it was all like, hey, how you doing? And we haven't talked to them. I'm like, okay, how are you? I'm good, blah, blah, blah. And, and then all the fear and the scarcity and the lack started showing up. And I actually have a lot of compassion for what the person's going through, but I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? You're buying into the nonsense. Stop it already. And what I've noticed with this particular person is they, they need to do a deeper dive in, in their set in themselves. Also, if you're growing a business and all of a sudden your business starts shifting you better start studying some people who are being, who are really successful. Because if you're not studying people that are really successful and how they pivot and navigate difficult times, then you're effed. Okay. Try not to curse anymore because the day I meet Oprah, I'm not going to curse in front of her. So I'm trying to practice now. So anyway, so she, you know, so this person, we know it's a she now. And I was like, just offering up some things and the people I'm reading. And she was like, have you noticed people are calling themselves this and that? I'm like, I really don't pay attention to what other people are doing. I only focus on the people I follow and the people I like, because I don't really care about the riffraff. I don't care about the bullshit titles people are coming up with. I don't give a shit what they're doing. Oops, I'm cursing. There goes my chance. Got to stop. Anyway, so, and somebody once emailed me about how to stop cursing. I was like, please don't do that. I hate unsolicited advice. Just, just leave me alone. I will if I decide to truly stop cursing, just like I decided to quit smoking, just like I decided to quit cocaine, just like I decided to not drink at certain times in my life, trust me, I'll quit cursing. So I know how to make a decision and follow it. Okay. So anyway, the, the, the messages got really, they like, really, they were something inside of me. And I was like, what is it? Like, why? What is it triggering? And it wasn't like I was so triggered. It was just felt like a void, empty conversation. And it wasn't a conversation that I've been doing with myself. And um, I just recognized that people are always saying, it's the economy, it's this. And actually at that time, as synchronicity would have it, I went on my Instagram because I've been writing a lot about sales and sales experiences. And I want to really teach people how to do sales from their heart and soul, as well as I'm learning for myself, right? Because sometimes I can get a little pushy I'm like, that doesn't feel good, but I'm like, this is the right thing for you. You know? So I've been like learning myself by what people have been doing to me. And that's another belief system, right? You can't sell. Why not? Why can't you sell? You have a great product. Go sell it. Tell people about it, but you don't have to push. I would never push anyone into anything. When people tell me, I just don't have the money. Um, I don't have this. I may go back with some questions, but like it's up to them to make that decision. I want people in my program that are really ready to be in my program. So at that exact moment, somebody had, uh, wrote something on my Instagram that um, there's, you know, people aren't buying this, not buying that in the coaching industry. And I was like, whoa, who the heck are you talking to? Because my coaching business, 
it's it's increased. My bookkeeper's like, man, you, you're doing great in coaching because I decided to do more one on ones because I wasn't sure about my group programs. And and Next Level Living, obviously, is the group program that I love. But most of them are my coaching clients, too. Not most of them. There's a, a portion of them that are my coaching clients. And I'm like, stop talking to the audience that is just kicking the tires and doesn't want to buy anything. Talk to the audience that knows about the value of investing in themselves. The people that are in my programs, they continue to invest in me. And it's amazing. And I don't take that for granted, right? But they know how much I care and love them. So they're re-upping and coaching. They're re-upping in Next Level Living. They took SFA. They, they've been following me along, following along with me. And I don't take that for granted, but that's the audience I want to talk to. The people that are out there moving, shaking and changing their life. They don't have a belief system that this is going on in the world. They have the belief system that they have a mission. They have something they want to get out there and they're going to get it out there. Does not mean they don't struggle. So that's where this whole conversation is coming from. That took me 20 minutes to tell you, but I think there's a lot of value in there. So the first one is fear of failure. You can't be afraid of failure. It happens. It happens. I remember um, it was probably like five years ago when I started doing SFA and SFA was great. Soul Finder Academy right out the gate. But still, I had this like, <clears throat> you know, fear. It's almost like that fear that things are going well and it's like the shoe's going to drop, you know, fuck that fear. Get rid of that one. There I go. There goes Oprah. Anyway. And I said, I so I turned on a podcast and I never even downloaded this podcast ever. I don't even know how it got on my rotation, how it got into my thing. And it was about failing fast, fail fast because you're going to learn. And I was like, and it was a really good 15 minute podcast, but I was like, you know, you're almost afraid to listen to stuff like that sometimes, right? Get rid of that. You're going to fail, but it's not even failure. What it is, is information. Kobe Bryant said it best when recently I was listening to him and of course he's not with us. He wasn't in my bedroom talking to me. I was watching an interview with him. Believe me, if Kobe Bryant showed up as a spirit in my bedroom, I'd be very ecstatic. And I would definitely come on here and share it with all of you because I think he is so handsome. But he's married and I don't go near married men. Anyway, with that said, I digress. So he talked about not being able to make a one shot. I don't know the basketball terms. And he was failing at it. And uh, he said he didn't look at it as a failure. He looked at it what he needed to improve. And he realized he needed to improve his leg strength so that he could jump higher. So he got to work. Every billionaire, every multimillionaire, every business person that's doing really, really well is going to tell you it happens no matter what. Here's something else I'm going to help you realize. We've all experienced it. And it taught us something. It grew us. We survived. How about the person that you had a crush on in high school that didn't return that crush? How about the school you didn't get into or the job you didn't get? If you're allowing those little um, things on the journey, I can't remember what I'm thinking of calling them, to stop you from doing anything, then there's a lot more work that has to be done than just shifting that belief system. Failure is just part of life. I wouldn't even call it failure anymore. I would call it information and really look at it. Is it fun? No, sometimes it's not. You put something out there and it falls flat. You're like, ooh, that hurt. But I've learned like, because we like, like we'll talk about the SaaS experience. The SaaS experience live did really, really well, really well, converted into SFA, Soul Finder Academy. I spent so much time doing the digital program of the SaaS experience, videos, editing, 
I put like so much into it and people love it. They pay $97 for it and they love it, but it does not convert into Soulfinder Academy. What am I going to do? I didn't throw it out. I was like, a matter of fact, my new team came on and I was still fixing and tweaking that thing. And for some reason I was like, I know it's not converting, but I just can't get rid of it because people really get a lot of value from this little program. And I just want them to have it. I just think it's great. So let them have it. So I put more time into it. I was even working weekends and then I finished it and it's done now, right? So you can go to joinsass.com and check that out. Actually, the first video is free. So you can go check that out, joinsass.com. But it's not failure, it's information. So you have to learn, but those things happen. Stop following people that lie to you and say that stuff doesn't happen because it happens, right? So rewrite it as something else. Um, another failure, I'm not going to get to all the beliefs, but I promise to continue this. And if you really like it, I'd like you to drop me a line at info at marilynaloria.com and tell me if you want to know more about busting beliefs, myth, myth busting of beliefs. I, when I was in Tony and Tina's wedding, they did a thing called the um, Easter pageant and everybody on Broadway and off Broadway, cause we were equity show got to perform in this Easter pageant show on a big Broadway stage. And Tony and Tina's actually won one year because it was like a competition. So I participated the first year I was there. And of course, I was Tina in the show. And they decide to do one where everybody's Tina. And I'm like, oh, that's so fun for me. You know, why'd you do that to me? So then the second year, nobody wanted to write it. So I decided to write it with two other people. And we wrote it. We practiced it. And think about this. I'm on a Broadway stage. It's filled filled with Broadway people. My mother's in the audience. It bombed. It was so bad. So bad. What do you do? You get up and you keep moving. You just keep moving. I did another thing I wrote for that show where um, my boyfriend at the time was leaving the show and we always wrote skits and nobody wanted to write the skit. So I wrote the skit. It bombed. It was so bad. You just keep moving. I used to write monologues and perform them. I did that a couple of times, really successful. Then I did one, it bombed. <laughs> I was in a play, it bombed. I sucked. I'm so grateful that all those times, and if you don't think I was sitting there with my heart in my throat, you're crazy. I would have those moments of like, you know, that feeling like, ugh. And then it's like, whatever, you got to move past it and learn from it. And it didn't stop me from writing. It didn't stop me from performing. It didn't stop me from doing things because the one time it did stop me from performing was in college when I couldn't remember my lines on the stage. And um, the girl was trying to help me out. And I went, no, I'll get it in front of a full auditorium audience. And it was mortifying, absolutely mortifying. I held on to that one for a long time. That's another thing you got to let go of is pain. I've been letting go of pain and it's been great. So you just learn from it. What did I learn from all those moments? You know what I've learned? I'm resilient. I am resilient because I know that those moments exist. I know they teach me something. And you know what? I know they make great stories later on. I think I've learned how to take those things and uh, spin them and make them great stories because I love, I'm a storyteller at heart. So I love telling stories. Okay. Fear of failure. Got to get rid of that one. I can do it all myself, or I don't need anyone, or I've got my spiritual team. I'm fine. It drives me insane. 
I see these people, they come into these like little group programs I do and they have huge breakthroughs in like 24 hours. And then they're like, I'm like, so you want to join the, no, I'm just going to work with my spiritual team. We're going to do it together. And look, I'm all for my spiritual team because I go to my spiritual team all the time, but I also hire people. I go to masterminds. I work with peers because I know that being in a group situation and community where people that can see you, it really helps. Not only do you learn from them, but you're able to lean on them when you have things going on. And it is crucial to me that you find the right community that supports you. So, you know, when I first started hearing that, I was like, all right, well, it's kind of what I teach. So let's see what happens. They're in the same place. They're in the same friggin' place. They haven't moved an inch. Maybe they've moved a couple of inches, some of them. And I'm not saying for every single one, because I don't know where every single person is. So bull, I call bull on it. It's something else that's operating that you're afraid to take the step into the next thing. So you've had results and then you're like, all of you are holding on to your money. Like it's like, you're going to die with it and you're going to be able to take it to heaven and buy all sorts of things. I don't know what's going on there. So I look, and I understand financial consciousness and being smart. I'm all for it, but you know what? Recently I cut back on some things. I'm like, I don't really need that $70 manicure and pedicure because I'd rather buy a tennis bag. I'd rather take that coaching program. I'd rather buy that class. I've been reevaluating what's important to me. I don't really, I don't buy coffee. I will be out I, and I'll pick up lunch and stuff. And there's a Starbucks. I don't really like Starbucks as much, but I like Pete's and all that. I'm like, yeah, I got a great coffee machine at home. I'm going to go home and make a coffee. So I re like, I, I reposition my, do my dollars go to things like, but you know what? I'm going to go into that class right now and buy that because that's going to help me more than that freaking cup of coffee or that manicure pedicure or whatever it is. Tennis lessons are important to me. So I pay for tennis lessons. You know, it's like what you, what you do. So you need to be in a community. Your spiritual team is not enough. You need to be around other people who are hitting the wall, who are falling. What I've noticed in next level living is how much they support each other. They really, really support each other. It's a safe space. Cause I won't put up with any shenanigans. And I never really had to. The people I've attracted, and people always say this, I attract really good people into my programs that really support each other. So I set up very safe rules. And I think people know that. They also know I'm no nonsense, which I keep hearing from all of you writing me emails like, I love your no nonsense attitude. And I'm like, thank you. Not everybody loves it. So, but I think they know that if I saw anything like that, I would like call that crap out right away. And we don't do it. I don't even have to. Because everybody, everybody knows what it's like to be vulnerable. Everybody knows what it's like in that community to put yourselves out there. Okay. So stop hiding and get out because really the real reason why you're not doing it is because you don't trust yourself to see it through. That's the real reason. And there's another belief that's really hard on you guys. It's lack of self-worth, but I can't even go into that one right now because I, it's such a big belief and it's the core of all all of these beliefs. And it's my work is to get people to learn how to, yes, talk to your spiritual team in a community setting where you feel safe with somebody who's going to empower you and really build that self-esteem and that self-worth up. And that was something I definitely, for my own self, started building up more last year because I started noticing uh, insecurities coming up in the weirdest places. And I was like, what, what's this? What's this insecurity? And that's what I mean about being conscious. 
because some of people don't even realize it's insecurity. They think it's something else. And it's like, no, it's an insecurity. But we'll do, maybe we'll do something else with that down the line. Next one is overwhelm, analysis paralysis. I get this one, but I'm going to do a little ass kicking right now. Okay. But first I'm going to talk about the issue with it. Oh, maybe, wait, I wanted to share. Um, I wanted to share about a community stories from me, from me that help you. We'll see how community has helped. I'm definitely, I'm in a peer to peer mastermind last year. It was super helpful to be in that program, to be in that with people because it was really a lot of business changes. I was pivoting big time and it was very scary time. And it was so great to be able to go to people that are my peers and say, Hey, this is what's happening. And then give me suggestions and support really, really helpful. I remember one night I was going out and uh, walking the dogs and I was really having a panicked moment. And um, one of them left me a message and it was like, Oh man, this happened to me, blah, 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 blah. And that happened and this happened. And I could just feel my whole nervous system calm down. And that's why it's really important to be in those groups. I've been in group therapy. I've been in dream work. Dream work. I've been in business development programs. I've been in acting classes. And when you're in the right community, you excel. Okay. Overwhelm analysis paralysis. All right. Spiritual people have huge dreams. They just do. They're very big. They're big missions. And it's very difficult to figure out how to get where you are to where you want to be, because you have this huge, huge dream in your heart and soul and head, and you can see it and you can feel it and you know, it's your calling. And then you're like, I don't know how to get there. I don't know what to do. What do I do? So you don't start. Right. And I see this a lot because I've been teaching people for over 17 years. And the thing that I would say about that is you do need certain organizational tools. If you're not doing some productivity, some organization, some accountability, you're going to struggle because really what you have to do is take that big dream and break it down into goals. And then the belief around that is I can do this. And I'm going to do it. I don't have to do it all tomorrow. It doesn't have to happen tomorrow because everything that happens on your journey is taking you further and it's taking you to a place you can't even imagine. The dream you're starting out with today is not the dream you're going to end up with if you continue to say yes to yourself, yes to your heart and soul, and you make really conscious choices. So what happens is you get clear. You have to get clear. If you're not clear, forget it. Journal on what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? Get it figured out. Then break it down into bite-sized goals. It could be a year goal. It could be a five-year goal, three-year goal, year goal, three months. Doesn't mean that it's stuck in that time frame because if anything, it's not. But it's a great way to kind of get your mind thinking, right? So then you have your year goals and your three, I work three month increments, right? So I have my year goals and then I work every three months. And what that helps you do is to break things down into bite-sized pieces. And I'll tell you, I got really clear over July 4th weekend because I looked at my goals. How many times do you write goals and don't go back to them? And I haven't been doing that because I've been following a productivity system. So I went back to my goals and I was like, oh, wait a second. And I was really focused on selling Soul Finder Academy with Next Level Living. And I'm like, but that's not working for me. It's it's not even that it wasn't working. It just wasn't where my heart was. I love SFA. I think it's the absolutely incredible program. But my focus is Next Level Living right now. 
So I started like getting into that, like, what do I want to do? How do I want to be known? What, how do I want people? Cause I'm shifting my brand. I'm shifting what I do, how I do it, shifting everything. I had the product page rewritten. I haven't published it yet. So you want to break that stuff down and it becomes manageable. And here's the great part about this. When you start breaking it down and it becomes manageable, all of a sudden other things open up, other solutions come in, other opportunities come in, other ideas come in. So now I'm like, I'm having these whole moments with um, writing certain things and belief systems and watercolors and talking to people. And I'm having great opportunities of talking to people that just that, that are accelerating partnerships are coming through so many things that would not come through if I was cloudy and stuck in analysis paralysis and overwhelm. So I refuse to do overwhelm. I just refuse to do it. I stopped, stopped, stopped doing overwhelm. I think last year was when I started stopping it, where I catch myself and say enough, stop it. Just breathe. We all have a lot to do. We're all friggin' busy. Just figure it out. Do what you have to do. And when you do that, your life is going to change. So have an idea of where you want to go. Stop trying to figure it all out at once. Take it step by step by step. So the story I want to share here is really all the incarnations of the jobs that I've had. Uh, when I, and I did a whole, I know I did, I must have did a podcast about this. I know I've taught this quite a bit, um, but I'll share it real quick. So when I was in college, I was studying to be an accountant because I didn't know what else to do. And I liked math. And my brother was like, what are you doing? You are so not an accountant. Go into communications, television communications. What I really wanted to be was an actress, but I was told I couldn't do that. Belief system that someone gave me. And so I said, okay, I'll go into television communication. So I switched schools. I went into television communication. I interned at MTV. I had no clue what I was going to do, but I just was enjoying it. I was enjoying creating stuff, writing stuff. And, uh, and then I interned at MTV. I stayed in touch with them. I'm a really good worker because my mother gave me work ethic right away, work habits. I was working since I was 13. So I just knew responsibility that way. And I would go back on vacation, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I'd work for MTV for free. And they hired me. And there I was in a television career job. Didn't even know. It was production management. What does production management mean? I don't know. I'm just going along with the ride. So as I was in television, I started hitting a wall and was sad and depressed. And I had great jobs at MTV, NBC. I did not like Fox News at all, but, um, but I was really unhappy. So I went to therapy. And I was talking to the therapist and she's like, I think you need improv classes because you got to get past your insecurity. So I went to improv classes. And at that point, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. She was like, what do you want to be? And I was like, a talk show host. I don't know what I want to be. I wish I had that list of what I told her because I gave her a list of things. And um, so I went to improv classes to work on my insecurity. And I was good. And then I started doing acting classes. And then the acting teacher, Sheila Gray, she's in New York City. She's amazing. She took me aside and she said, you'll get work. You will get work. And she started putting that little bug in my ear. And um, I was like, okay, I'll try commercials, you know, because I didn't have that full on confidence. And then I was doing showcases and all of a sudden it just hit me. I want to be an actress. And I became an actress. 
And then as an actress, all my psychic ability and my mediumship ability started opening up even more because what are you doing? I'm doing dream work. I'm doing acting. I'm in my creative field. I'm in my imagination. It all starts opening up. And I'm like, and I was already playing with cards and, and a little bit of stuff. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to start studying. So I started studying tarot and then uh, my gifts opened up even more. And I had to find someone to help work with them because there was nobody out there doing it and teaching it. And there was no internet. And I started studying it and I was just studying it because it was making me crazy, to be honest with you. I was like, people were showing up. I was hearing things. I felt really off. It was scary. It was fun too. It was just weird. It was a very weird time. And so I was just taking classes and I started giving, you had to give readings to practice and my readings were off the charts. And then before I know it, I'm a medium working full time. So you have no idea, but with each thing, where was the clarity? The clarity was on myself, uh, bettering myself. That was the clarity. So in television, it was definitely to work in television when I was in college, for sure. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought it was produce. Um, I ended up kind of in the money producing area. So I definitely knew what I wanted to do in college. Then after college and then taking acting, I knew I wanted to be an actress. So I focused on that. And then during that, I knew I wanted to learn how to use my psychic gifts. And that one kind of took me by surprise, that career, this career, this one I'm in right now, this one that is my career. And it's when I feel, I feel like I came home to my soul. So you never know when you start out the journey where you're going to go or where you're going to be or where you're going to end up. And actually that uh, first therapist was the one who said to me, oh, I wish I could remember how she said it, but it's go for what you want. It may not take you where you think you should be, but it'll take you where you're meant to be. Something like that. Go for what you want. It may not take you where you think you should be, but it'll take you where you're meant to be. And it stayed with me because that's exactly right. And we don't, you know, it, there was a time when I used to struggle with the universe, not trusting the universe. Like, I don't trust where you're going to take me. But really, it was me. I didn't trust me. Once I started trusting me, and that's the thing we're going to work on in Next Level Living this month in July, is um, we're working on goals and clarity in the dimensions and their personal soul dimension with their goals is this month's class. And if you join, no matter when you join, you get access to these classes. So they're going to be working in their personal soul's dimension with their goals. Because what I've learned is when you work with your goals, you get to surrender. That's when true surrender happens because you're clear, you know what you're working on. And when you know what you're working on, the universe knows how to respond. And it's a beautiful communication that happens that you just trust. So the belief system you want to do there with analysis paralysis is it's not true. It's not overwhelm isn't true. It's a made up story. It's a habit you've gotten into. So break the habit and start uh, doing little things piece by piece by piece. So the fear of failure, it's not failure. It's information. I can do it all by myself. Well, wouldn't it be great to be in a community of people that really support and love me and a teacher that wants to help me out? I don't have to do it all myself. That's really the truth. You're afraid somebody's going to tell you, oh, you suck. Mm -mm. Get into the right community and it'll support you. I don't have to do it by myself. And then the overwhelm analysis paralysis is really, like I said, on each one of these, what's really underneath it all is a lack of uh, self-worth. And, and I can say that. Because I know that underneath each of mine was how much do you believe in yourself? How much do you love yourself? How much do you trust yourself? So underneath the analysis paralysis is I am worthy of my dreams. 
I'm worthy of my big dreams and I'm going to go for them. I'm going to go piece by piece by piece. Okay. So I've been keeping these shorter, um, really trying to get them to about 40 minutes. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, share would be really, really great. I would appreciate it. And if you have uh, any feedback at all, you can email us at info at and tell us what you think about the beliefs episode and what you would like to dive into. Remember in the show notes down below, I will have that free gift. I just don't know the URL right now. And it's going to be the first class I did in Next Level Living about meeting your higher self. It's a really great opt-in. And opt-in means you do have to give us our email address. And yes, you are going to get follow-up emails. So if you don't like that, then don't, don't opt-in. But if you're okay with that, opt-in. And then that's it. If you want a strategy call, marilynlaurie.com forward slash strategy. And join SAS is joinsass.com. And if you want to take a class of mine, go to marilynlaurie.com classes forward slash classes, marilynlaurie.com forward slash classes and put in the coupon. It's only for the digital classes uh, podcast and you get 50% off. That is it. Have a great day. Great night. As always, even though you're not here with me physically, I can feel you energetically and I really love talking to you and I feel blessed that you're part of my community. And I want to thank you so much. I'm sending you a ton of love. Bye.